When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are teamed up with the mysterious Gobbo Doddle and are fighting their way into a witch's enchanted hut. But will the witch help Doddle with her problems? What is the relationship between this witch and Quinny's patron Manny? And will our heroes finally force Doddle to tell them what the hell is going on with her? Find out next. On Dum Dums and Dragons. You're gonna walk in and be like, Excuse me. Hello? No refunds. Uh, we smash cut back to Quinny. Quinny, you're, you're sitting before this woman. She seems to open her mouth. You can see that her gums are rotted and empty. Ugh. Then all of a sudden, a pair of teeth comes flying past your ear and jams into her mouth. I knew they'd be back. And she kind of does that awful denture thing where she kind of goes until they fit. Who are you? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. I, this must be very confusing for yeah. you. His vessels are always so confused. My name is Baba Yaga, dearie. Pull up a seat. Are you talking about the one of many faces? Yes, my wayward son. <laughs> He's your son? Yes, we all make mistakes in our youth. I'll say. Sometimes you just gotta carry on. Oh, another satisfied customer. Ah, hello. You I would... might as well come in as well, dear. Okay. So you can drop out of initiative order. The house seems to settle back kind of on a low field. Echo, you're still downstairs. The house begins to lower. What do you do? Oh, I crawl the hell out of there. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> you crawl away to your horror. You can see the chicken leg, the slash tendon is regrowing. And the uh, house settles back down. The horrible thump. I don't like that, but I'm going to go inside, see what's going on. So uh, Echo, you walk in and join them. So with a flick of her long, distended fingers, Baba Yaga flips a bunch of chairs out. They all just kind of screech horribly. They're all misshapen. Some seem to be carved of bone, others of stone, some of wood. But basically, she she invites you all to sit at her table. I will sit. Same. I'll sit. Why not? Goblin Jr. will sit on the floor. He doesn't need a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows his role. I sit cross-legged on a chair. She looks at you, Quinny, and she says, So did he finally send you to kill me? 
actually, the last time I spoke with Manny, I, we call him Manny. Uh, <laughs> he must hate that. Uh, I think so. <laughs> He seemed uh, pretty keen to keep me from coming here, actually. Oh, of course he did. Once a coward, always a coward. I lean over to Donald and I just go, Manny's the demon. Oh, just... this is fine. Okay, cool. Well, if you're not here to kill me, I suppose I could turn this off. And she snaps and the, the pain in your chest subsides. Oh, God, that was you? Ah, yes. That was the mark that he put on me. Yeah, you... where do you think he got those powers? Oh, lady, you and I got to talk. She steeples her fingers and like there's just a horrible snapping of each joint as she does so. And she says, yes, I do enjoy a good conversation. But speaking of which, it's awfully rude for guests to not introduce themselves. What is your name, plaything of Manny? My name is Quinny Brownbarrow. <laughs> oh, he must hate that. I never mentioned it, but that doesn't feel good to hear. And, <laughs> and Quinny is the court jester of House Farch. I am Butthole Farch, heir to the land of Akar. And this is my hand. There are a number of hands, all the same person, but Echo over here is my hand. And then this... I'm his Emily. Is my em Emily Doddle. Oh, everyone needs an Emily. Wasn't too long ago that you had your own Emily. Isn't that right? <laughs> conversation about me. I would like a refund on my previous purchase. Oh, Dodalia, you know there are no refunds here. Oh, there's, what, are you there's not, gonna have to be Are there. you not enjoying your adventures? No. Isn't this what you wanted? Well, yes and no. Um, but I feel like, you know, there are people that might need me right now, and you know, I, I think I made a, made a mistake. Oh, that would have been a good thought to have before you made the deal, dearie. Yes, but I'm having it now, so we need to fix this. Oh, that is quite a shame. Mm, quite yep, a shame. I lean in and say, does this change anything? And I hand a business card to the witch, and on it, there are two circles in like a Venn diagram. And inside the one circle, it says butthole, and inside the other one, it says doddle. And in the middle, it just says mental health detectives, where the Venn diagram meets. When did you have time to make that? Uh, I was looking at footprints, and then I figured out they were mine, but I didn't want you guys to think I figured it out too fast, so I sort of made business cards. No, it'd be a shame if you figured it out too fast that you were following your I don't want to make you feel bad. You didn't see the footprints at all. You must forgive him, Quinny. He is the child of an Emily, after all. You're the child of an Emily? Well, an Emily from another dimension. It's a long story, but yes. You guys lead very complex and exciting lives. I agree that we do, but you also brought us to a witch who lives inside half of a chicken. So you know what? You're no slouch yourself. Let's uh, talk about me as little as possible, except for this whole fixing the issue Yes, thing. she's very touchy about her past life. I had past? a rough childhood. Lies. Yep. Do you need therapy? Yes, so much. <laughs> but we're going to fix the issue first, and then we're going to worry about the therapy. There's a direct line of priorities from, here. From what I've learned from my therapy sessions, they always say fixing the issue won't actually fix the underlying issue. You have to make yourself get healed, and then you can deal with the other problems. Well, you you know. have to clean your side of the sidewalk before you can deal with someone else's. Yeah, then you can be rude to your neighbor in a justified way. Exactly. It's called taking the moral high ground, and I learned it from that Emily who raised me. You lost me at the sidewalks bit, but is that what I have to do in order to fix this situation? Well, fix the situation? I yeah. don't think anyone said anything about fixing the situation. I told you, dearie, there would be a cost, and you're paying it now. Gosh darn it, Baba Yaga! Mm. I will clean ten sidewalks if it means I can go back home. Uh, it sounds, you are being very difficult right now. Sounds like perhaps you'd be willing to do anything. 
Uh, oh, wait, listen. Is anything I, like her son? Don't. Uh, yeah. Doll, we have a lot of experience with this. Do not agree to open ended contracts with people who've tried to kill you. Oh, it's not an open ended contract here. I may be of some assistance to you as well, Quinny. You said you wanted to speak. Yeah. Why does your son want to kill you? <laughs> oh, boys will be boys. Children, you know how it is. I literally do not. Well, Quinny, do you want to kill your mom? No. See, I see. He wouldn't get this. You do, don't you, Bobbert? No, I love my mom. I did. What about your father? Oh, uh, he's dead. And yes. I, Is I did want to kill him, but I didn't get to. Your real name, Bobbert? No wonder you changed it. That's embarrassing. Yeah, but he changed it to butthole. Says Dodalia. Dodalia. What was your first name? Dodal is short for Dodalia. It's one less syllable, guys. Don't make a big deal but, like, out of what's, it. What's your last name? You know what? Shut up! I'm sorry I raised my voice, but I'm in a very tense situation and she, I'm very frustrated right now. She does not like speaking of the royal family of Silverthorn. You, you shush! You shush your face! No. Oh. I shan't. Ah, I don't know what to do from here out. Don't pay any attention to her! I have a lot of world experience. Have I heard of this royal family through all of my stupid training as an aristocrat as a child? Um, yeah, they're a minor elven royal clan of the Windbreak Vale. They're certainly a local power. They're pretty geographically distant from Aka, so not something your parents were particularly worried about. If we're talking like Game of Thrones terms, this is one of those houses that you just occasionally hear of, like almost like the Karstarks or something. Like you're pretty far down the chain, but you know, a Still royalty. a house. Yeah. yeah, a house and a royalty in their own right. Well, it's nice to meet you, lady. No, I just, um, lady I was, Doddle. Uh, I'm going to call you Lady Doddle. No, please don't no. do that. A couple more ranks up there, dearie. Princess Doddle? There you go. Wow. I'm so uncomfortable. Well, I don't know why you are, because I'm totally a prince. Uh, and then I take the business card back from Baba Yaga, and I just write royal over it. So it says royal mental health detectives, and then I give it back to Baba Yaga. Oh, that's much better. Now I'll definitely pay you for your services. And then she, like, Jim takes to the camera to echo. <laughs> the little murderer gets it. I think I did get it. I like her. Me too. That's why she's my hand. Uh, Quinny, what, what do you what do you want from Baba Yaga? I mean, there's a lot that I want to ask. I can't hear Manny's voice anymore. Oh, that's all me. That's all you. So hang he on. She snaps her fingers and you just you're like, get out of there! Fucking kill her! Oh, get God, out of stop there! it! Stop! Cut it! Cut it! Okay, we're back. I can't hear him. Can he hear me right now? No. Oh, man, I look over at Butthole. <laughs> I have a ton of questions for you. And uh, why should I answer any of your questions, Quinny? You kind of seem game to in a way that I'm almost worried about, but Shall I really want to know. Oh. Given how poorly you raised your son, you might owe him. Oh, I didn't raise him. I cast him into the lowest pits of hell as soon as I could. Okay, so let's say Quinny is being forced to work for your son. Oh, that's good. Yes, okay. What if Quinny wanted to not work for your son anymore? Hmm, that is a difficult contract. But is that what you truly want, Quinny? Is that what's in your heart? Or do you want what's his? Honestly, after everything he put me through, yeah, I want to take everything I can from him. He would, also like, he would also like no. $1 million. Well, <laughs> yes. witches don't have money. Everyone knows that. He like looks at Donald like, as if he's been betrayed. Baba Yaga holds one hand up and she takes a long pointed fingernail and she just carves a wound into her hand and kind of black blood starts coming out. And she reaches into it and draws Frostbrand. And she says, would this help? Yes, it's Frostbite now. What is it? It's Quinny's magical sword that he no longer has access to because he's cut off from his warlock patron. Whoa. Well, I've never been a fan of Manny, as you put it, and I do believe that upstart demons should be put in their place. I tell you what, 
If you want to kill him and take his power, I will aid you, but it will come at a price. We need to talk about the price before I agree. You should definitely be very clear about the price. Yes, well, I won't turn you into a goblin if that's what you're worried about. And then she winks well, at you I and it's like a horrible, like, squinging Lucille from Arrested Development wink. I am sorry to say, but I do not like you. You're not a goblin? No. Has anyone told you that you look exactly like a goblin? Many people, and I would very much like them to stop immediately. I would like to go home. Well... You do something for me, and maybe I can help you with that. But first, let me seal the deal with the small man-child over here. He prefers man-boy. Ah. I hate you both so much. <laughs> if only he'd given me a business card. And then she winks at you, and it sounds horrible. It makes a like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. It's like a suction cup. Like. I wonder if I can talk like into catching. never doing that again. What are your terms? I require an item from the nearby kingdom, hence why I am here. And perhaps, Doddle, if you were to retrieve it for me, I might be willing to alter the terms of our arrangement. You might or you will. I will. What's the item? It is known as the Hourglass of Eternity. And then she looks directly at Echo and says, There is an event coming that I would very much like to sit out, and this particular item will assist me in that goal. Find it for me, bring it back, and I will perhaps alter the terms of our arrangement in a favorable way to you, Doddle. Keep on using this word might, and I would like to clarify. Just don't trust any of you idiots to retrieve it. No, I don't trust you in terms of, like, anything. You turned me into a goblin. And you asked for it, so... So you're gonna turn Doddle back into her previous princess self. If that's what she wants. Unless she wants to get turned into something else. Maybe a bird, maybe a piece of magical teeth. There are options. (laughs) But she gets to turn into whatever she wants to turn into. Or she can turn someone else back. Let's not talk about me anymore! This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. No, no, your eyes don't deceive you. You are indeed in the presence of the beautiful, glorious, chromium plant here of Dum Dums and Dragons. And yes, 
it is good to spend time with true greatness, is it not? Not like those dum-dums and their heartwarming and hilarious adventures. No, better to spend time with someone like me, who is vain and self-absorbed. Of course, if you wanted to sink to their level, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, and help support their adventures for as little as a dollar a month, which would gain you infinite access to our fans-only Discord, where you can talk to other fans about all the adventures the dum-dums are going on. You can add characters to our world. You can even create your own at the $25 level and get your name in the credits. But you don't want to do that. Wouldn't you rather stay here and listen to me talk about me? So she turns back to Quinny and basically she holds Frostbite out to you and says, if you manage to put my son down, I shall reward you greatly. And in the meantime, I can restore your lost abilities, but I will need a a guarantee from you. A guarantee that I will kill him? Yes, and that you shall return when you have. Return to me. Why does he need to come back for like a celebratory handshake? Yeah, I just need the specifics here because I've been, you know, ripped apart on a molecular level and put back together and I was pretty ready to do whatever. (laughs) I taught him that. Yeah. So now I need to ask some follow up questions. What do I need to come back for? When he was born, part of my powers went with him. I desire those back. I will, of course, grant you a boon of some of them, but bring me his head and you can consider your contract complete. Lady, you got it. Great. But I do require a guarantee. And she takes Frostbite and places it just beneath your eye. And she says, leave me one of these. I'll return it to you upon your successful completion. You want my eye? Yes. But that'll make him like a terrible shot with a bow. Not my problem. He also said no refunds. So are you going to give him his eye back? It's merely collateral, dearie. Oh, so this is like a magical pawn shop. It's a deposit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why you can only afford half the chicken, because the other half was a cottage. Yes, well, the, the rest of the chicken was very large, very tasty, and she kind of points at some of the dried meat. Oh, I get it. Well, I mean, Quinny, this deal can't turn around and completely fuck you, so (laughs) (laughs) Let me hear your son one more time. She snaps her fingers, and he's like, It's lies, you fucking idiot! She's clearly lying! My mom is full of lies! And I'm just like, okay, cut it. Absolutely. Yeah. She plunges frostbite in under your eye and flicks your right eye out and catches it in her mouth. Then she hands you Frostbrand. You are in agony. (laughs) Then, before she hands Frostbrand back... She just touches it to the sides of the socket and you kind of feel frost and you get one of those X-Men lines of frost kind of crackle yeah, and, across and they're it. streaked with black from your dark elf venom that's on the blade. Yeah, the socket is empty though. I just want to make a note. Which eye is that? Your right eye. My right eye, okay. May I take one of the scraps of fabric that's tied so that my coat stays on my arm and like just take it off so the sleeve like falls below my arm. <laughs> Adorably. And I'm going to be like, kneel down for a second. Oh, we're the same height. I'm a halfling. All right, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then I tie it around his head. So you've now got like an improvised eye patch. And Somehow then, it makes you look hotter to me. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? Dude? No, I just think okay, it. Okay, because I, I was like, but right now, really? You, you, 
you look good. <laughs> so then she takes she takes frostbite and pushes it back through the hole in her hand. Yeah. And as she does, it comes out of your hand and finally kind of rests back in your grip. And I like test the weight of it and like swing it around. Good. It also feels a little freer. It doesn't feel like it's as attached. You also start to feel warlock energy start to flow back through you. Okay. Before it kind of felt like they were tethered to something. Now they feel gently untethered. Okay. And then she spits your eye out into her hand. Dusts it off on, no, on no, a cloak. God, no, just, and then she pulls her cloak open and just drops it into a pocket. Is that all for eyes? Are there eyes in there? I mean, amongst other things. It's I her eye pouch. I don't want a different eye you. back. See, Doddle gets... No, it'll be your eye here. Do you want me to mark it? No! God, no! Then trust me. It'd be kind of cool if you had, like, two different colored eyes. You'd be like David Bowie. Yeah, you'll be like David Bowie. Who the fuck is that? He's oh, a, he's a famous elvish singer. He's a famous bard. Yes. He's, he's the king of goblins. That's why she knows. Yeah, we're tight. You know David Bowie? I know David Bowie very well, yeah. Can you roll a deception check? <laughs> he walked her through a labyrinth once. I <laughs> Plus one to 20. All right. Yeah. Fucking you do. He visited the Windbreak Vale quite a few times. Excellent. So having given you the terms, is there anything else you guys want to ask Baba Yaga? Baba Yaga? Yes, dearie. Why do you want to sit out this event that's coming up? Well, uh, even my powers have limits, if you can believe it. And then she like looks at Butthole as like Jim takes to him. It's just a thing she does. She's like, yeah, I just fart. <laughs> All right, not the response I was looking for. I just wanted a nod of acknowledgement of my infinite power. What what Um, kind of a fart was it? Just like Like, a short blast. Like like I wasn't sure. Fart? Yeah, like I wasn't sure what the expected response was, so I tried to choose my most vague fart that could convey the most emotions. Just like when somebody nods, you're like, "Ha!" It's like the flatulence (laughs) equivalent of raising an eyebrow. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Um, I'm not proud of that response, but now I have to stand by it. So I just like nod knowingly, (laughs) but my eyes are a little too wide. Echo, she turns back to you and says, when the collide comes, even those who can step between the realms will be at risk. This will allow me a a bit of a reprieve. So you want to stay safe? Yes. You don't want the collide to happen or you want it to happen to everyone but you. Dearie, no one can stop the collide. I merely want to sit it out. I have a question. Yes. Um, so if I get you this thing, yes. you're only going to transform one? As I said, no refunds. I will offer you the choice, though. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I raise my hand. Yes. Instead of a question, this is more of a statement, and I sort of am making that annoying expression that everyone does at Q&As for celebrities when someone just makes a statement instead of a question. <laughs> I'm just like, just, just to be clear, we're all going to honor deals and such, the people who did, but also they're under the protection of House Farts, so if you, like, fuck them on these deals through some sort of weird monkey's paw scenario, like, I'm obligated to kill you. So I just wanted to be clear up front. That's cute. She snaps her fingers and you fall through a dimension door in the floor. Ah! You reappear 80 feet in the air and start to fall outside the chicken hut. Can I cast dimension door again? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that he pops back in. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just portal loop him. So yeah. yeah. So butthole, you come back through the ceiling, you ah! crash through a chair. Uh, she says, yes. Okay, cool. We're clear. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> like, the nice thing for me is it all happened so fast. I just like moved a lot. <laughs> like, I'm, I feel cooler. Like the hot cottage is a little too hot. And I have like a nice wind break. So for me, I have like AC for a moment. Double's just like having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. There's also a part of me that's just sort of like, if I die, I just go to hell with moon hammer. <laughs> so like, death is not the same threat. Also, I've seen people come back from hell to kill things. I'm like, nah, I'll do it. It's not that big a deal. So having completed your business, the air in the massive space shifts. 
and you feel yourselves being pushed out towards the doors. Wait, wait, what can you tell us about this hourglass of infinity? Uh, where is it? How do we get it? What does it look like? She stops the winds. Ah, yes, right, exposition. <laughs> <laughs> the hourglass is the property of the Gremlock family. They've long been the rulers of the local town of Handor. Long, long ago in their family history, they were quite adept at certain magics, but unfortunately, the latest stock is not quite up to snuff. Nevertheless, they've kept it as a family heirloom. And she looks at you, Donald, and she's like, you might also be particularly interested about who it might be given to soon. Who do you think? Here's a hint. Look in a mirror of a little while ago. A good hint. Ah. <laughs> oh. That's not great. It's no. really not great. We gotta get this thing, like, yesterday, guys. So, Handor is one day's travel down the road. Inside Gremlock Manor, you will find the hourglass. You'll recognize it as it was made of the bones of those who stood against the house. Bring it to me, and our deal shall be honored. So you guys had me go through that, like, fun ride a minute ago. Could you, like, fun ride us a day closer to this thing so we can just get it done? No. You have a hut with chicken legs. I do. The upkeep is terrible. You might not be a great person. She gestures to all the corpses hanging around. She's like, yes, I think we've established that. Mm. I birthed a demon and then threw him into hell and then he made your friend explode. Yeah, that's me. Hi. How do you feel about that? I feel like I exploded. Oh, that's not great. I give her five gold because it's a shorter (laughs) session. And with that, Baba Yaga smiles, kind of the most horrible smile you can imagine. And the teeth are like, hi, Donald. Thanks for all the advice. Say quiet, you! Uh, And then she snaps her jaw shut, and suddenly the house blinks out of existence, and you're sitting amongst the exploded bones and and garden, uh, and the hut is nowhere to be seen. I give Doddle another 10 golds, and I'm like, good job giving therapy to the teeth. You know, this is something that we're really good to push with House Farch, is just like publicly funded medical care. (laughs) Okay, so, guys, quick little bit of information. Now that you know what I used to be, so there's... Somebody else that took my place, and now they're sitting on the throne, and they're going to get that hourglass, and they are the last kind of person that we're going to want to have that hourglass, so we got to go get that pronto. What's their name? Right now, they're going around, and they're Nodalia, which is completely false, but they used to look like I look right now. What's their real name? I don't know. Dang, yeah, okay, our fee just went up. Yeah, yeah. now see, that we he's know you're need a princess. Two million gold. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, because if it turns out the other one's like a, a terrible monster or something, then we sort of need to do that just for House Farch business. Well, I need you to picture if a goblin became heir to the throne of an entire kingdom. Sounds pretty funny. <laughs> he's not the guy that you want to conceptualize hypotheticals to butthole our way. He's not a laughing matter. Would this. this is, there's I just want to be clear when we go back to where we started this journey, where we were attacked by high-tech goblins, and you said, this is unrelated to me, only now we've discovered that you are not a goblin, and that the person trying to be you is a goblin who theoretically has access to a lot of technology. There are two possibilities. One, you're lying, or two, you're very confused. No, it just seems like goblins have a lot more, like, social economic issues than I first anticipated, though that was on me for thinking, you know, all goblins were the same, or apparently they are not. They, or at least a group of them, did not like me, whoever I am right now, but, you know, they have some things they have to work out. So you're still 100% sure that the evil goblin pretending to be you would not send other goblins to kill you? You know what, I didn't think about that. 
Okay, cool. She's had that much of a liar, guys. We're cool. You're a great detective. <laughs> well, you know what? It's all because my mental health is in such a good place. Uh, uh, and I then, high five. Yeah, we high five, and I also give you a wink, and it like somehow sparkles because I accidentally did thaumaturgy. <laughs> Echo, how are you feeling with all this? How engaged with the scroll quest is Echo, or is that more of a Juniper Echo's thing? Echo's aware. She could check the scroll herself. I don't think Juniper wants to come out right now. Oh, no. Okay, fair enough. Quinny, anything from you? Can I uh, try to fire like an Eldritch Blast? You do. Ah. Soars across the open garden. So awesome. And I'm feeling kind of fucking cool again and then and probably more ballsy than I have any right to be. So I'm like, hey, Manny, you there? What? What did she offer you? No, no, nothing. We just talked. And, uh, she's like real nasty. I'm like winking at butthole, which just looks like I'm, I'm blinking now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, we scrapped a little. Uh, she took my eye. Boy, yeah, she'll I'm, do that. I'm sure I'm glad that I work for you and not... Not for her. Can you roll me a deception check at disadvantage? <laughs> so that's an 11. He's definitely not buying it. We should have words. Yeah. Yeah, we should. And I, I like, it's like you're on the phone, but yep. you want everyone in the room to know what you're talking about on the phone. It's like, yeah, we should meet uh, at some point. Definitely. We should, we should meet face to face. You know, if you kill her, I will release you from your contract. That's something I'm definitely going to have to think about. And I don't know that he thinks I'm full of shit. So I'm like, you know, tangled with her once, certainly (laughs) left her scars. I mean, I got a couple good shots in myself. (laughs) (laughs) You can feel the the sigil pulse, but it's it's very faint. And where it would have previously been like searing pain, it almost just feels like a sped up heartbeat. And you you can tell normally this is where you'd be in horrible agony, but uh, it seems to be dulled. Master, hello. Uh, You're you're breaking up. I was like... (laughs) I will kill you and your friends if you do not destroy her. <clears throat> That's a little sobering. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk later, okay? Sure. Wait, were you on speakerphone? <laughs> no, no. He doesn't fucking know. He clicks off. Just before he clicks off, I grab Quinny's head and just fart right in his ear. <laughs> like, <coughs> it doesn't work like that, butthole. You just wait. Next time we're going to flush the toilet really loud. Were you just talking to you know, the the demon buddy of yours? Yeah, he's not my buddy. Just to be clear, anything he says at any point or we say to him, the demon can hear. So we can't really have like secret discussions about the demon with him. Yeah, make sure I'm not around. Seems like you're in a very toxic relationship. I need to audibly convey like the look. You know that meme of Nicolas Cage where he's <laughs> yeah. just like eyes are wide. And he's like looking directly at someone. It's like, you think? <laughs> <laughs> that vampire's kiss level of intensity. All right, we should probably go to this stupid kingdom, right? Yeah. And with that, you pack up uh, and begin to make your way towards that stupid kingdom. (laughs) So as promised by the famous witch, after uh, about a day's travel, you arrive at the edge of Handor. Handor is, think like a, almost like a Bavarian style town, kind of carved out of the forest up the side of a mountain. As you come up a ridge, you can see it sort of spread out beneath you. It's a mid-sized city. You can see it's bisected by sort of a gently winding river that's crossed over almost like a lattice work by a number of small bridges. Uh, so there seem to be kind of bridges all the way along. I think almost like stitches. So definitely a very tightly packed city. Um, a lot of sort of those classic old German style buildings. So like white exteriors with wood framework. You're sort of coming at it from the southeast. You can see off to the west a large, very regal manor house just shy of a castle. Like pretty close, but not quite. As well as a beautiful temple in the sort of west and in the north, 
uh, you can see a, a massive tower that's very uh, fancy tower. As well as people coming and going, you can see smoke coming off of many chimneys. You can see kind of a caravan port at the east where clearly the Asheville caravans can come and go. You can see things being offloaded. After so many days in the woods, it's actually really kind of, particularly for you, Quinny, I think kind of nice yes. to be looking at civilization again. It's Most of you good. are fairly unfamiliar with this part of the world. So there's just something comforting about going, okay, after you know being up the mountain and then in that small village and now finally... Proper town. Yeah, and, and somewhere where things are a little more calm. Yeah, and eventually we'll get the help back to the airship. These people seem helpful. It's good. I'm feeling good. Butthole, I'll say, as you're kind of saying that, as you survey the town, you can also see there seems to be... Uh, junkyard would be the wrong term, but in the northwest corner, there seems to be kind of a, a massive workyard where there are a lot of cranes and that sort of thing. And there seems to be just kind of assorted junk and TikTok gear and that sort of stuff. Obviously, it's hard to see from a distance, but looks like the kind of stuff that could be used to patch up an airship. Okay, we got to go there, too. So, Donald, Mm -hmm. before we found you Mm -hmm. and then were kidnapped and then became best friends, Mm -hmm. uh, we were on an airship that was attacked by a group of thieves and gargoyles that then crashed in the mountain. Oh, God. So we have to, like, get it fixed to help the crew and the survivors of that accident. So I, it would be nice if we could visit that, I don't want to call it a junkyard, but I mean it in the most generous light, that junkyard where we might be able to get some stuff to help our friends. Oh, absolutely. But we got to get this Eternity Turner. Hourglass of Eternity. There you go. I'm not great with names. The only other question I have, so Baba Yaga said the deal to you mm-hmm. was that you could get yourself changed back or you could get someone else changed back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to step into your garden of secrets, mm-hmm. but is the other person that Baba Yaga was referring to this goblin who's now looks like you? Yes, but I am distraught. and do not want to think about that right now. I would like to have some time to process it. Um, and then we can think about it. Okay, I just want to throw something into the process mill and then I'm going to drop this. Please do. If the goblin is bad and we kill the goblin that looks like you, then you can just get turned back into you and it feels like it might wrap up all your problems. Yeah, this just doesn't something feel to like think a about. thing at all. But I don't want to kill anybody. Oh no, I'll do it. I don't want you to kill anybody. At, oh, we're going to have a problem. We're going to keep this in the process mill. I just, I just, We're going to let Donald think. Throw it in the idea pot. Because again, we got hired. That, that was the deal. We're, yeah. we're helping out. We got to help out a local royal and House Farch has sworn it to this cause, which means you, Court Jester, are sworn to this cause, and you, Hand, are sworn to this cause. Mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, Donald, you've been sworn to this cause for two different reasons, your own and because House Farch, but, like, we're going to do this. You're double sworn. What's the general population of this town look like? You can see some dwarves, you can see some elves, uh, some humans, people of all sorts. I'm gonna wrap my scarf around my face so it kind of looks like I'm a really ugly halfling. I'm also going to feed the goblin that is tied up inside my oh, bag yeah. of holding because I don't want that goblin to die. Uh, you open your bag of holding to find that the goblin asphyxiated a day and a half ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, that that happens. And I, you know what? I'm going to fix this. What are you looking at? What's in there? It's a dead goblin. He, he did very what? poorly. I sort of fucked this up, but I, t- I closed the bag and I should have left the bag open. This is on me. Uh, you poke some holes in the bag. Do you know, the important thing is he died of asphyxiation, so I've that's, still got like eight... That's one of the most horrible ways to die. But I can bring him back any time in the next eight days. Under his knitted blindfold, his mouth is caught in a rictus scream. You can see he's like clawing at the <laughs> oh sides God. of the bag with his mitten hands. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying I can bring him back any time in the next eight days. Well, why don't you do it now? Because he's going to put him in the bag and he's going to suffocate again. That is a notable problem. 
problem right now. I, I'll do it if we need to interrogate him. I also like can only raise so many people from the dead, and if we have to go in and face off against like Baba Yaga in this terrifying wilderness, I would rather you know if you died, Doddle, that I bring you back to life than a goblin that I kept in a bag. Oh, I do like to think, though, that all sources of life are equal and valuable in their own way, though. Oh, you should talk to Juniper. I'd turn into Juniper immediately <laughs> and just, like, give you the biggest hug in the world. Hi, Juniper! I missed you so much! Oh, I needed that. Ah. Doddle and Juniper, I'm going to give you each one point of inspiration. Yay! For friend, hope. friend point. I'm going to put the corpse back in my bag and do a gym take the Quinny. <laughs> Quinny would be like, you got it, and likes take out his sword, <laughs> not reading the room. Juniper, you're back from being away for a bit. Mm-hmm. You have knowledge of everything Moss sees, or everything Echo sees, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So you're you're all caught up? I'm caught up. Great. I know what's going on. I have slightly more control over myself right now. Mm-hmm. So we got to go find the Eternity of Glass. Donald, do you know this town? Where, where would this be likely to be kept? If they were going to give you a gift, where? Probably the biggest building. And we did pass by that building that looked close enough to a castle, which, I mean, it would do, I guess. Like, if you had nothing else, it's not what we want, but, you know, it's fine. Should we just go there? Maybe we could ask around and see, like, oh, you know, anybody important coming to town today? And So what, you should go to, like, a pub or a bar or a tavern or something? I mean, that's just what I would do, but I am just one member of this adventuring party. You know, I I, I might know someone. DM, I'd like to use my criminal contact. Hell ability. yeah, you do. Yeah. So who's your criminal contact in do Handor? I get to name him? Sure. Old three-eyed... Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you realize you've just become old one-eyed Quinny? <laughs> yeah, I have. Oh, man, i got to tell old one-eyed Stink when I get back yeah. to Neverwinter. And we could send him a raven from town. Oh, actually, I could help you out with that. I got this thing where it's like I can just talk to anybody at a time. Donald, talk you to bury the lead a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm just very scared. Fuck my criminal contact, then. Who specifically should we talk to? The guy in charge of guarding the hourglass no, of eternity? No, 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 like I have to have met them and like oh. I have to know them. I'm just saying oh, that so it's you- like if you wanted to check in with your mom or something. Thing. I can help you out with that. I would like to yeah, check in with my mom. The worst okay. goddamn example. It's 25 words, I believe. One second. Do you need to have met them, or does the person who wants to talk need to have met well, them? Well, let me tell you, God, you send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you are familiar. So it's you casting the spell. I draw a picture of my mom. I tell the story of my mom. I draw the family sigil. <laughs> I show the world map and oh, how wait. the empire is expanded. Oh, wait. I I recognize this person a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was about a year ago. I was in the shop. Okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Keep going. I want to see where this goes. I was buying popsicles. This woman walked in and said, Wow, you buy popsicles. And she's like, Wow, you buy popsicles. And I said, Yeah, this has been a very memorable interaction. Okay, I'll give that to you for By the four way, stress. My name is <laughs> Butthole's mom, Emily of a car. <laughs> all right, so I, said, I saw you play. Go ahead and send that message. Uh, Wait, did that cost me all four of my sure. stress points? You know what? I'll give it to you for three because I'm in a good mood. Okay. Uh, one left in the butthole. Bank. What do you want to send as a message? Okay, so I take out a piece of paper and I'm, I'm putting together a message, but I can't have everyone look at me while I'm writing. It's hard enough to write, so you guys all just like talk amongst I mean, yourselves gonna, or whatever. I have to say it out loud. I, I know, but I got I got to pick 25 words because it's like a very short limit and I am not smart. Uh, so, <laughs> so I take out a scroll like I'm doing in real life right now and start figuring out my 
words. Okay. And I'm like, you, you guys all talk. You made deals for your souls and such. F- figure that out. In the meantime, maybe we can find, you know, why don't you talk to somebody, you criminal? Old Three-Eyed Al? Yeah, Old Three-Eyed Al. He sounds great. I'll see if he's in town. Yeah. I'm going to seek to try and uh, figure out where Old Three-Eyed Al might be hanging out. Is it safe to assume that all of you are entering the town together once Butthole's done his message? Oh, yeah. Like, I'd be looking to, like, enter yeah. the town right now. Okay, I finished my message. So, I'll, <laughs> yeah, here, you, you can say it because then I'll hear what it sounds like when you say it. Okay. This word here, you have to say the slash in the middle because it has to be like one word. Does that count as a word? <laughs> yeah, that's one word. <clears throat> Dear mom, this is butthole slash Robert. I love you. I started house farch. I know you're good. Let's be good together. <laughs> Raven me. Love forever. Butthole. Should have told you before, but you can just respond. Oh, so that's... you don't need to send a raven. Well, I wasted those two words. I apologize. I should have had I you sh- look over the draft before you sent it. <laughs> oh, uh, so suddenly, Doddle, you hear a voice coming back saying, Hello, who is this? I was sleeping. Who? Whose mom? What? Oh, you might have got the wrong number. His backstory and drawing may have been a little too crude and nonspecific. Oh, no, no, she she met her in that store. Smash cut to Janelle Westmont waking up in uh, <laughs> Waterdeep being like, what? Who's, what's a farch? Oh, man. And then she just pulls out a popsicle. She's like, this is nice. Smash cut back. Sorry that I couldn't have gotten you more information. But now she knows that, now you know that she loves you. Or that you, now that you Now I know she you. forgot who I am. Do you know what? I don't mean this as an insult to your abilities, but I flag down a guy with like four ravens on his shoulders <laughs> and I write this message out as a raven message and I pay him in coin <laughs> to send this raven to my mom. To a cop? Yeah. All right. Off the raven goes. There's a couple things I want to make sure we've got taken care of up to this point. Don't worry. I paid for the raven. It's going to get to my mom. Okay, good. I am so glad. God, that's a lot of weight off my shoulders. Who boy. <sighs> Me Gosh too. Golly. What a um, wonderful use of our time. Have we notified the Thieves Guild? Yeah, we sent those messages out with the wagons. Okay, let's send another one. <laughs> I don't know why we trust farm urgent. people. Yeah, yeah. So Wait I, a minute. Thieves Guild? Three-eyed owl. You guys are seeming shiftier by the second. Not all of us. Him. Guilt by association. You seem very judgy (laughs) for someone who holds a lot of secrets and brought us to a witch that tried to kill us and then they hid in the woods. My big secret is that I'm a princess, but yours is that you're robbers. No, he's a robber. Well, that's not great. Why isn't that great? He he steals from the rich and he gives to... I'm about to rob this hourglass of eternity so that you can be a princess again. Yeah, you're a robber now. Oh my God. Welcome to the Thieves Guild. And I like offer a hand for you to shake. And I say that'll be 10 gold. <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are, and now for that massive call, and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more dum-dums and dragons. The Fable and Folly Network 
where fiction producers flourish. The world has still ended. Darcy was a cafeteria worker. Do you see that minotaur sitting out in the food court? What minotaur? Just an ordinary, everyday human, probably. Egerton, you didn't even need a fairy cake. Why did you eat a fairy cake? Because I stress eat sometimes. Egerton was a PR flack for the imperial government. This extremely devastating explosion was, in fact, a celebration. He's a flightless fairy with a sweet tooth. There were some zombies, but Blatt blew them up. I climbed a tree. And we're skipping ahead. And we're skipping ahead. Blatt used to be a filing clerk. I'll pneumatic tube it up, sir. Now he's discovering the secrets of his half-demon heritage, like his ability to summon a soul-bound weapon. Oh, you're here to destroy a time, eh? Well, eat bazooka! (laughs) Three normal dweebs, rescued from the end of the world and sent on a last-ditch quest to save all of reality. There is a way to stop the shattering, but we need you three. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Find it in your favorite podcast app or visit otherbothers.com. There's no evil, so you're welcome. Flawless logic. Oh, boy. <laughs>